0: Hey guys, I'm Elena Quartauri and this is Voices of Lilith. Have you ever wondered how female musicians experience the world? I myself am a vocalist, a voice coach and a guitarist. Our metal community has grown to be a diverse and highly artistic world. So in this podcast series, we give a voice to the female musicians which create and shape our music. We dive deep into their unique experiences so you can find a way to connect to their visions and be empowered in your actions now. Let's find new ideas, raise awareness and stick together. Are you as excited as I am? Let's hop in. Hi guys, I'm so honored to greet this special guest at my show today. She's a very versatile woman, a metal vocalist, a graphic and web designer, a video editor, and she's the owner of the e-store Sri Lankan Music. She named her band after herself, Shihara. The band hails from Sri Lanka and just released a music video, Fidelity, on YouTube, which sounds epic to me. Shihara also hold a special place in their own country, since they released the first metal album ever, which is fronted by a female in Sri Lanka. So when I found her online, I could tell her ambition and working spirit are high, and I definitely had to have her in this podcast. So without further ado, a very warm welcome to you, Shiara, to today's episode. You are involved in several demanding projects, and you are also a mother, which is, of course, a full-time job, right? So on top of that, you are a vocalist, just like me. So we both for sure know that this craft takes constant practice. And how do you fit all of these activities in, let's say, a week? How do you manage your work-life balance and how do you keep yourself motivated on a daily basis?
1: Um well see like a daily, a daily, um, like a normal day would usually be like you know handling the kids meals to like the studies and like lucky enough to live in a garden where we have like four houses uh, where all my relations live so it's like a giant garden with like lots of trees Lots of outdoor space. So um, like an average day would be basically us. Um, my husband goes to work. So it's the kids and I, um, like we do everything from arts and crafts to like I'll teach them the ABCs and little writing practices, maybe science experiments and all of that. Oh. And that would, be, that would probably take up most of the day. So um, I mean, we'd go outside, we'd spend a lot of time outdoors. That's like my favorite part. Um, on good days, we like, you know, lie down on the grass and watch the clouds go. Um, and we'll also visit my relations who are right next door. So that's fun. And then in between, I try to like fit maybe if I have like an article or press something regarding press uh, to handle that, I'll handle everything on my phone. Um, and I mean, luckily enough, the world's at our fingertips, right? So it's easy to connect through like computer phone. So everything's handled like, Everything from my work to liaising, everything's just handled through phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and by nighttime, you know, the, we read books. And once the kids go to sleep, then I handle most of the, the hands on work, like the designing work and, and more detailed stuff. So, like from planning to scheduling, all the music stuff. And uh, yeah, maybe, you know, uh, every other day I'd fit in maybe like a workout routine coupled with like uh, vocalizing and stuff like that. And, That would be pretty much an average day.
0: Well, that's very packed, right? That's a lot. (laughs) So how do you keep your energy for the the musical stuff, especially like in the evening?
1: Um, I think the workouts help a lot. Um, And like there have been days where I've been completely drained and I realized it's because I'm not eating right or I'm not, you know, drinking enough water or I'm not, you know, working out. Um, so like, I try to make a conscious decision to actually do all of that. Um, and then my kids are very active as well. So they keep me outdoors. We're running outside. It's very energy packed. Um, keeping myself motivated. I mean, that's one of the things that I need to figure out a lot as well, but, uh, it's a work in progress. I mean, I'm learning as I go and music always helps. So. Yeah. Of music course. always helps.
0: Yeah, it's also a therapy, right? I think that's uh, the case for many musicians. Yeah. Yeah, definitely,
1: yeah.
0: (laughs) Cool. Um, So how's the COVID pandemic currently relevant for your music and your work? Do your artists in Sri Lanka overall have difficulties right
1: now? Yeah, like we had to cancel a lot of shows last year. Oh. Um, I mean, uh, we didn't have any metal gigs last year. Uh, it was all just acoustic stuff or, like, maybe open mics and stuff like that. Um, but, like, lucky for me and my for my band and I, uh, we we had, like, already pre-planned everything for the entire year, except for the shows. Like, we had to obviously forego the shows, but everything from the music videos to, you know, on the online plans, I had scheduled. Uh, so, like, last year, uh, in the beginning of the last year, I set a goal on recording four music videos in 2020. Um, and we started off with recording too. Right after we recorded the first half of uh, Fidelity and another music video, we went to lockdown. So um, obviously we couldn't meet the video editor. Uh, so I took it on to myself and we edited the entire thing in my place. Um, and then I also started the Sri Lanka Music website. So thankfully everything was just technology, right? So everything was just had a <laughs> computer. And wow. like a lot of the stuff that we um, couldn't do, we kind of like overcame, just we just worked around it. So we wow. released one music video last year and then the second one this year. Yeah.
0: Wow, well, that's so cool. Congrats. <laughs> and again, lots of work, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have to work around it, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, constant work and practice. So how was your experience in your band if you're doing all of these projects? Because I can tell that it is hard work to keep the other guys motivated and to constantly remind everyone to do their homework, right? So what is your take on this? Um, are you managing it all alone in the band or do you have support with them? How are they supporting you?
1: I'm super thankful that the band, the current lineup is... Like the guys are amazing. Uh, one of the guitarists is my brother. So he lives... Uh-huh. I- like we live in the same. Place. Cool. Um, so, like we could practice. It's easy that way. Um, and like the basis is a motivational speaker, so like uh-huh. he's, he's, he's motivated also, so that works out really well. Um, and like my lead guitarist is a producer, so he's constantly with music. He's always practicing. He's always working on music. And my drama is also very creative. So and he lives just like a hop step and kind a of jumper away, so he could make it here anytime um lucky i'm blessed to say that it's like it worked out really well and uh yeah like i don't have to keep them motivated they're very motivated guys i'm really happy it's that that way
0: wow um, that's so cool. they're very really,
1: they're ready really
0: and it's also like a little family there right that's like the best case you can have
1: yeah. <laughs> yes yeah it took a long time to get there <laughs>
0: I believe that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the the hardships, you know, <laughs> like creating bands and then they're destroyed yeah. and then everybody does their own thing again and you have to restart and yeah, that's what happens, right? And um,
1: like I have, I didn't have a band for about I think five or six years because like the last band I had, uh, we split up when the drama left. and for like five or six years, I didn't play a show with uh, with the full band, right? It was all acoustic shows, open mics, and we were recording the the album in between. Um, and the only time like a proper band got together was for the album launch and we've been together since so it's like fantastic.
0: That's cool. So do you guys rehearse together? Do you have a place for that?
1: Yeah, we okay. rent out a, uh, a studio. Um, yeah.
0: Okay, that's cool. Trying
1: awesome. to get to practice now that the pandemic's on the rise again, but yeah.
0: Yeah, awesome. Cool. And yeah, something that I noticed about your videos is that there's always a dragon, which is your symbol kind of. Um, and it is a very dear entity to me personally as well. So, you know, my death metal band, Christianium, yeah. is named after a dragon. Yeah. So I was wondering,
1: oh, nice.
0: <laughs> I was wondering what does the dragon symbolize to you personally or to your band?
1: Um. The dragon because like I'm a huge fan of Mortal Kombat first of all. Um but also Awesome. <laughs> like Mortal Kombat. Smallest, like, <laughs> like my kids named are uh, Kai and Raiden as well, so <laughs> um, awesome. the dragon personally because like, ever since I was a kid, like fire has been the element, right? The rage, the the anger, anger management if it will. Um, yep. yeah, the dragon has been the most symbolic uh creature for me. But uh, if you look closer to my, closely in my um, logo, you'll see like there's a Fibonacci spiral as well behind the dragon. Yeah, And that for me kind of symbolizes, you know, going inside through all the rage, through all the anger you go within, you resolve your issues and you go to a better place. So that's what I want to kind of convey to my. Mind.
0: I can totally relate, right? <laughs> so it's like, kind of like your spirit animal, so to speak?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, there. Same year, actually, yeah. you know,
0: uh, it also has a great mystery Absolutely. to me. Absolutely. And now something very essential to this podcast regarding gender roles in music. Most countries, I think, have some issues with inequality, right? Like it could be subtle, very subtle or completely obvious for everyone to see. So what would you from your own experience say is the situation over there in Sri Lanka? How difficult or easy is it to be a woman in music? And what is the day-to-day experience of female musicians? That's a big one.
1: <laughs> um, because like for me personally, I, I try to try to deviate from all the negativity and just you know focus on what's good. Because for yeah. me, complaining, moping is there's no point. But then these things do exist, and sometimes it's really tiring. Sometimes it's it's super draining. Yes. You wonder why the hell it even exists. Yes. Um, for me, uh, there have been times where you know just because I have been woman there have been times that people have been indifferent uh i haven't gotten opportunities people will look at you different and think you're not capable enough right yeah and like being in an industry where it's dominated by men sometimes they forget that you even exist that's one of the if i could swear it's one of the shittiest things about it right but that's something that i will keep working on uh keep pushing to change because i know there are a whole heap of women in our industry especially in sri lanka who are metal hits, who are capable of making metal music. And it doesn't matter what people throw at us. I think we should all just get up and do what we want to do. Um, but also at the same time, for me, luckily, I had the support from like my husband, who is already in a metal band that's been around for 20 years. He's the one that helped me write the album. So I think uh, the fact that he helped me out initially, um, like had a lot of weight also. He supported me a lot, um, and then to also be Sri Lanka's first woman to make a metal album, uh, that kind of changed the perspective. And even though, I mean, I, I know for a fact that that itself carried a lot of weight, and it changed a lot of perspectives, and a lot of the the male following um, kind of looked at it, you yeah. know. So I'm happy about that, and then it also, you know, inspired moms, women, and I'm so proud about that, right? I'm so happy and so blessed that happened. Um so I mean it comes with yeah, it comes with a hard journey, but it it also makes everything so much beautiful in the end.
0: Definitely. And I think it's also a cool symbol that you stated there, right? Like just doing it and just having the spirit. But yeah, I also think it's very important that you have this um social circle around you, like you said about your husband that supports you, you know, and supports you in your vision and You know because I've faced very toxic people as well uh, over here and you know there's also this thing going on that women are represented very sexually like in metal or any other pop music genre whatever so um I always try to not present myself so much like this you know yeah I think it's very important to you know set a sign and be like a role model if you will so that's really cool also you're a mother and you're, you know, putting a symbol that you can be a mother and you can also be a musician. You can be anything. If you're just, you know, you have the spirit and you're, you know, what you called rage, like just pushing it through. That's yes. all.
1: Awesome. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I like my kids to have the same kind of mentality, and not just because like when I was a kid, my father said, um, even if you break a leg, keep doing what you want, right? Keep, keep do, doing what you have to do. So if you have to stay in the house, keep cleaning the house. If you, break your leg. So for me, it's if I love music, I will keep doing music, even if I have all these stuff to handle. Right. Um, I mean, yeah. And, and like, I think for me, even though initially, uh, there were a lot of obstacles from like, you know, like I recorded my, the album twice over the first time I recorded it, the producer, just deleted it. Um, so we had to record it all over again, but it came with a lot of new experiences that made the entire journey so much more, so much better um and i'm happy that like if i look back i can specifically say that the most uh, like the, the people that had the biggest impact were actually women and for me to actually like be this way more confident more empowered i had a lot of women that i worked with in like graphic designing industry to you know music um photographers all of them were women they are the first people to actually just you know go out there and say you know you know what i'll help you out with this even for free i'll help you out and, like, that's how I kind of broke out of my shell as well, seeing how they do things, seeing how, you know, how they help other women. That really empowered me. And that's why, like, even today, I love working with, uh, you know, any, any woman in the industry. So, that's yeah. awesome. Made, made a big difference.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm totally with you on this. That's why I'm also doing this podcast, right? To like empower, talk to different women all over the world and to connect, you know, and see what are they doing and how are they handling things, you know? And yeah, it's awesome. Really support your idea on that. So have you also faced like women who were kind of like toxic? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so When how, I was very young, yes.
0: Yeah. So how did you handle that? Like, was there any like non-toxic way to handle this?
1: I rebelled against it, I <laughs> so I was just like, eh. Eh, like meh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I kept doing what I had to do. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's a bit shitty, but it kind of makes you wonder why, right? We're the same gender, like, why the hell? But then you realize, like, the reason they had that mentality is because of, you know, whatever problems they have in their life. And you can't really like give them help for it either, because all of us, we have our individual lives, we have our own problems. Sometimes it's difficult for somebody to actually look at their own problem and accept it and realize that they have a problem. So, I mean, it's important to be empathetic. Yeah. Uh, you have to understand sometimes people they come to terms of, with their problems um, and give them time. Um, and like, to be honest, I've seen uh, changes in perspective when people have actually like from, from dead-mouthing need to change it deeply after they realize, you know, what problems they have and just coming out of their problem as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, in, in any situation in life, in any area in life, we all have a who are a bit negative, right? Um, but I also think that our mentality plays a huge role because the more, what do they say, you attract the people who um, vibrate in your frequency. Yes. So, I mean, I kind of completely agree with that because like the second I broke out of my negativity, the second I started focusing more on what I really wanted, the people, the correct people actually started coming into my life. So that just changed everything.
0: Yeah. And also they don't have so much power anymore, I would say, because your perspective changes on things, right? Like when you used to be stuck in this cage of toxicity, then later on, you just break out and you see things different and they don't touch you. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Fighting and they don't touch you that much anymore, right? Because you understand where people come from and that they have problems. And actually everything is a reflection of how they are inside, just as you said, like if they have a low frequency, so to speak, or toxic frequency, then you can see that they're toxic
1: it's, it's the same with every single human being like right? we all have a negative side, so we all have a plus side so yeah that's how like we react to it
0: a dark and a light side yeah definitely so um yeah and i also think that the case with women is that they're also coined by this patriarchal Perspective on things, right? Like it's not only their own problems, but also so- what society presses on uh, upon them, right? Like they are taught to see women in a certain way. And I think that also influences them to see w- other women like, you know Something negative, but yeah, yeah. about to change that, right? Yeah. For sure. Over the
1: generations I've seen that they are kind of trained to think that, oh, women are bad, you need to gossip, you need to badmouth them. Oh, smile here, go there and badmouth them, right? Yes. The second they leave, you badmouth them. I've grown up with that, I've come to see that, and I've, I've seen, like, adults trying to kind of embed that in kids' minds, but lucky for me, I, I never liked that. Like, that used to happen when I was a kid, and I used to hear that I think, why the hell do we ever do this, right? And I think it's our generation as well, um, and I think thanks to technology, social media, we're kind of... Opening it, it's kind of opening our minds to all this negativity in the world, and it's. I'm happy to say that we are in a generation where we want to actually break out of that stereotype, right? We want the world to be better, we want to connect more, we don't want to follow in the footsteps of a you know toxic past. So,
0: break yeah. The cycle. yeah, definitely. And what you just said like, every generation is trying to, you know, uh undo the mistakes of their parents. So I think this is what is happening now as well. So is the caste system still an issue, in Sri Lanka? (laughs) So does it have any influence on today's artistic women? What would you say about that?
1: Um, I think in in certain areas, uh, it still does exist. Um, But like, I'm not too exposed to it. So I don't really want to speak about it. I know for a fact that it does exist, and it's very difficult for some people, especially in the LGBTQ community, Um, but yeah, there are a lot of people that I do know that I'm surrounded by who are working towards changing that. So I hope, I hope it. yeah, that's good. Yeah,
0: I see. And um... What made you establish the online store for, for Sri Lankan music? Like uh, to me, it looks like a very unique and supportive platform to local bands, right? Um, how was it received among bands and also among public media in your country?
1: Um, for bands, like the reason I started initially was because in Sri Lanka, we, don't, we didn't have Spotify. Um, and like the profits you actually get from all these online, from all the the more, uh, how do you say, more famous platforms are not so much, right? We just get a bunch of cents. And in, in Sri Lanka especially, we don't have PayPal. We have no way of getting uh, the income state to our PayPal accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have, we have no way of withdrawing it. So I wanted to work around that problem initially. And then also um, have like a platform that could, you know, support artists through selling their uh, music, authorized music, to merchandise, to... Because I had my online platform, um, I'm not too sure if I'm the only metal um, artist here in Sri Lanka who has an e-store. But uh, when I started that, nobody else had it, and I just wanted to share that because, like, what's the point of me having an e-store and not being able to share it? Right? I had my yeah, income coming in, and especially during the, pan- uh, during the pandemic, I had I like I sold a lot of merch um, through my payment gateway, so through my website. So I thought, I mean, a year before the pandemic hit, that was my main goal, to actually open it up to everybody else. Um, and, yeah, like, I wanted to sell my husband's music, uh, my brother's band's music, and then it kind of, like, evolved into, you know what, let's open it up to all the bands in Sri Lanka, all of the bands. It, it initially, like, for me, it is uh, a website for metal musicians, but then when the pandemic hit, I thought, you know what, no, let's not keep it metal let's open it up to everybody who needs it um so it in the core of it it is sri lankanmetal.com um but we do i do uh, welcome any other artists as well and it was received well from the metal, from the metal community everything was possible online even like i opened up the, the registration forms online through digital forms and all of that so it became a lot easier and yeah awesome but, uh, there's a lot more to do there's a lot more to do a lot more to work on so
0: but yeah yeah you know. that's beautiful but you definitely have the spirit right <laughs> that's cool yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and that's what I think is really cool like you're you're starting the things you're not just you know talking about doing it and maybe not doing it but you're actually just you're saying that man I'm gonna do it and you're just doing it or even if it means that you're the first female fronted metal band you know it's, uh, which released an album so that's awesome like just do it. <laughs> That's the spirit.
1: <laughs> and uh, I, I didn't intend for that to happen, but it just, uh, it, it became spread first
0: by So it's kind of like the universe threw the path at you and you just followed it, right?
1: <laughs> A lot of it, yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> cool. So yeah, where do you plan to go in the future with your projects? Like, um, what is the path of your band and any plans to come to Europe sometime? <laughs>
1: love to. I hope so. I really hope so. That would be insane. <laughs> um, hopefully, if the pandemic situation they can see is oh, hell yes, we want to tour. We want to go out of Sri Lanka. Uh, we'd love to organize more gigs in Sri Lanka. Um, but we're also working on our second album. Uh, there are two more videos, to, three more videos to make from uh, the first album. Um, so we want to get that done this year, hopefully. Um, and, yeah, perform. our next gig is on the 27th of February. Mm-hmm. So um, it's going to be a bit of a test run because we, you know, the country still, the situation is not so great at the moment. Like, we still have a lot of cases going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm hoping this is the first step to, you know, opening up gigs and having safe gigs if the procedures are handled really well. Um, so more gigs, uh, hopefully tour abroad more merch, more videos,
0: and a second album. I mean, recording an album is also a lot of work, and then touring abroad, I mean, man. (laughs) It's the first time this
1: entire band lineup will be recording an album together. Oh, that's awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, if you have a family like that, of course, it can work. So yeah, yeah. thank you so much for your time and energy. And could you tell our audience where they may find you or where they can follow your work um, or even what they might do in order to support you and your vision?
1: Um, Please follow my new band page at shahara.official on Instagram, because that's like the official band page that we opened up recently. Um, You can find me at shahara herself. Um, And please support our music uh, through Sri Lankan music, which is on Instagram. Uh, The website is srilankanmetal.com. That's where you can find all our music to purchase, my albums, my merch, um, to other awesome music from Sri Lankan bands. So yeah, please support us, check our music out. Sri Lanka has amazing bands. We are like a country full of awesome metal. Uh, Most of our bands add a very Sri Lankan element to it as well. So yeah, please
0: support. Awesome, thank you so much. Thank you for taking the time to listen to my podcast. I hope it brought new insights to you and may become food for your thoughts. If you like this episode and would like to follow me along my mission, I'd be so happy about every form of support. Rate this podcast and follow me on elenacortare.com or on Instagram or Facebook. I would love to connect with you there. Until next time, horns up.